Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. There have been 530 punts in the history of the Super Bowl, and there's never been one return for a touchdown. What's the odds on that? It's a fumble, and it's a recovery by Kansas City. This is Durden Sprague. Jawan Jennings, 17 of his 25 catches is Moody. Extra point. Oh, my goodness. No. It is blocked. How big is that now? A three-point game. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. McKinnon is in at running back. First down and goal to go. Play action fake. Right side throw. Touchdown! Kansas City! McCall Hardman! McCall Hardman with the catch on the right side! A three-yard touchdown pass in overtime! Kansas City wins the game! 25 22. Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080, The Fan. Happy Monday, everybody. How we doing? How we feeling? The question is, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I, I did a check-in pre-game that you responded to I think in halftime yeah and then I did not have the heart to check in on you last night I I wanted to but I'm like nope I just no let me tell you a couple things real quick because other than winning my bets and not uh having to wear the caddy uniform I really I just couldn't root for the 49ers it's not like I'm part of Chiefs Nation I get it I was just rooting for the bets and and Watching Niner fans suffer, sorry. But 20, 30 years of your life devoted to that rivalry. 40 years of it. Okay, I, I, but I get it. I understand it. I don't hold yeah. animosity at you. I also had already accepted the fact that I was caddying. I didn't tweet out our picks. I didn't know what to do with his situation. Uh, so I didn't tweet. I just I was going to give it to you. I'm I'm the caddy. And you ended up beating me anyway. But I, yeah, I at least I feel like, okay, I got those three. Yeah, you earned There's it. There's no questions left. Uh, I'm feeling a wide range of emotions right now. I'll, I'll be really honest with you. I had about five minutes where I hated my co-host. Say, so I'm glad, well, he's out now. What a great show I get to do talking about my team losing the Super Bowl for three hours. Uh, and I want to say thank you, actually. So I, 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 I threw my phone. I, I was not on my phone. I didn't care about a live tweet. Who cares? Yeah. Texting people beforehand, whatever. 
I did not have my phone. I saw your text. It was just a general welfare check of, okay, are you like, are you gone before this thing kicks off or are you like in the moment? I wasn't well. I I woke up. I felt kind of good. I'm like, you know what? Everybody and their mom today thinks Kansas City's going to win. We've got a good team. And then as the day goes on, I start wearing my Steve Young jersey. I'm making my ribs. Everything's coming out fantastic. I just, I don't know, something hit me of just like, oh, no, we have to beat that guy to win. So I hid my phone away, and I didn't have it till halftime. I see all these texts. I see your text. I'm like, okay, you know, I don't want to be a jerk completely, so <laughs> I'll just be honest with what I'm doing. I'm not feeling great is yeah. where I was. Halftime was even worse. And I just want to say thank you because, look, we'll get into everything about yesterday, everything. I I don't begrudge anybody. Nobody said anything like overly mean or anything. But I find it very odd that when you know a fan of a losing Super Bowl team or pivotal moment where a team is losing in the game in real time, I find it odd that you have the instincts to want to text anybody. No. And that's where I say thank you because I have people that work here and all throughout my life that I still have not opened those texts. I've seen some of them, but I haven't opened or responded. Why would you text me? How do you think I'm feeling? My team lost in the GD Super Bowl. And had multiple opportunities to put it away. Kick a ball off your foot on a punt, why don't you? Block extra point, why don't you? Go to overtime and have to settle for a field goal, why don't you? How do you think I'm feeling? (laughs) I didn't have to ask at that point. But I have like 15 texts. I'm like, what do you think? What, I'm what, No, just don't. I have a group chat of guys that don't even watch football. Like, hey, B, how do you, what do you think happened there? Yeah, you got. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm not responding. In fact, I might just mass delete my texts and never respond to any of them. How I'm feeling. My team lost. Yeah. Those are people that have never really experienced success in fandom they've never seen their team truly and if they have it's like lightning in a bottle it's happened one time in their whole life and this is my point i said this weeks ago swag you were out i said sometimes it sounds dumb but liking a team that's consistently really good can be harder than liking a team that's consistently bad right like you're in a you're in a bad place when your team's always bad. Like Mariner fans. Yeah. Well, that's what I I, I yeah. said. Yankee fan. I bet you it's worse to feel like a Yankee fan most years than Mariner fan. Exactly. Because Mariner fans used to their team sucking and not being relevant. So, and then when it does happen, you're just you're on a ride. Yankee. And you hope yes. it goes as long as it can go. Yeah. The big dumper hit a home run. Yeah. Oh, what a day for us. The Yankees haven't won a World Series since '09. How happy you think they are right now? Exactly. So. You know, it's a lot of a range it of emotions. It drove me away from being a Cowboys fan. After I, You can't take it. It's like, quit selling me a bill of goods. Yes. Quit telling me this is the year. Dak's the guy. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no, it's not. You're just lying to me. Oh. So, for the first time maybe in my life, I had about a 20-minute moment of absolute dread doing my job today. <laughs> can't wait to You were here earlier than you thought. I thought it was going to be... 555 
that you drank. Oh, you yourself. thought I was going to wait? How's, yeah, it was going to be all you could do to get your butt up and, and get in here and face the music. Well, I care a lot about the show. And I know that you do. This show especially, like, this is a fun show for us. We, we got a treat. It's the biggest game of the year. It's the last game yeah. of the year. Yes, my team lost it, but... I'm well, still we, we got a great one. I yeah. mean, it's a classic. It's it's up there probably in the top five all time. I had people telling me that this game at halftime, they're like, "This is gonna be the this is gonna be the worst Super Bowl of all time. This game is worse than Patriots Rams." And I said, "I don't know. I know the score wasn't great, but I had a different feel on that game as I, halftime. I mean, the defenses were elite, really, really good. Bad, timely." turnovers by offenses both of them oh yeah you had fumbles by both running backs but they both defenses were making life difficult for the quarterbacks yep and other than a few early big runs from McCaffrey Kansas City made adjustments and and started to bottle him up which drove Shanahan away from running him which I couldn't believe happened in the second half I want to yeah I mean we're going to go over all of this Shanahan play calling Overtime decisions. Overtime decisions on coin tosses. But then there's just some freak stuff. I mean, the muffed punt, it it hits off the back of a leg of the guy. McLeod made a great reaction to recognize it, hit his player, and try to grab it. Yeah, I I thought McLeod was doing the let the ball go, and then I'm going to scoop it up and surprise them play. I didn't see it. No, he recognized, yeah, and hit a teammate, and he tried to get on it. That was just, that's a freakish play. The blocked extra punt or the block extra point after Moody hits two. You were worried about your kicker. He drills two from over 50. 53 and 50. He set the record for about 10 minutes, and I'm like, oh, my God. Well, yeah, then this Bucker kid. hit one from a 57, deep, 57, yeah. and then he line drives one right into the line. Which I'm like, yeah, you know, that sums up the rookie experience. <laughs> he had some really big kicks, and nobody gave him enough credit, and then he'd randomly have that kind of moment. You go, what, what are you doing? Why did you kick the foot with your ankle bone what, <laughs> why did you do that damn it so yeah i mean I, I think there's a lot here san francisco side but they pulled out the they pulled out the trick play right at the great time to score they the did. first touchdown and Juwan I'm like, jennings was plus th- thirty thousand to win mvp of that game if they win I, he's mvp he's isn't MVP. he and threw one caught one it, it's somebody yeah first one since especially if you would have caught a touchdown in overtime or something like that well then it would have been he damn near did except nobody blocked you know the second best defensive tackle in football in the last like 25 years spags was spags again spags was great i'll get to spags today i just um it's gonna be a wide ranging of emotions for me i'll be up i'll be down but i'll be honest about all of it i I will be honest today as hard as some of that will be and a lot of this is kansas city i mean just straight up you went from Brady Patriots. I remember Dirt coming in. I think it was the year the Patriots. It was either the comeback against the Falcons or one of their other ones where Dirt came in. We were ready to do the show. And he's like, dude, I'm just paraphrasing here, but he's like, I'm just so tired of this every year. And for all the other people out there that echoed the same feelings and sentiment, I say, ha, 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 buckle up because we got handed we go, 20-year man. run from that team. You've been handed another 20-year run by another team. Back to back. Yeah, we'll see how long they can. I don't know if I don't know if Reed's got 15 years more coaching in him. He's already what 66. He's 65. So he's at least got. He's at least in the five to eight year range. Yeah, I but would... but the crazy thing, Swag, is like it was 20 years to get to six for Patriots, r- roughly. They're at three, and it's been six years. Yeah, there was a 
It was 19 years since they did the back-to-back thing. There was a gap, though, in there for a while. They had a little bit of a run there where, like, the Broncos came out with Manning and company. They were really good. Like, they had some, well, down years. They went to a conference title game every year. There was a gap where they weren't getting to the Super Bowl, I guess. And then they lost two. Yep. And so you add that, those two losses, plus the gap of not getting there, and it felt like they took almost a decade off from winning it, even though every year they were in it. I, I, I see no reason to be throwing out today why the rest of the NFL yesterday's bad and heartbreaking for San Francisco, for the fans, for the franchise. I also took away, and some of why I got so down and sad, I also don't know why the rest of the NFL didn't have the same reaction as Niner fan. I'm not telling you should have been rooting for my team. Certainly understand everybody hating the Niners. But I don't know how your takeaway yesterday isn't Oh dear, yeah. that's their down year. This isn't going to change much. I can yeah. somebody rise up to to meet their level. That's the question. I mean, Burrow can't stay healthy. Allen and the Bills have this weird clunky thing happening, and Lamar and the Ravens seemingly turtle into a different team in the playoffs. Like those are your top three candidates to do it. And I don't know. Maybe I'm, Herbert and Harbaugh can save our lives, but I and they're the Chargers. No offense, so I don't know if I trust anything till I see it. No, you got to see what uh, Harbaugh give Harbaugh. Maybe not this. Give him two years. Second year, I'd like to see if he can re- reshape the roster. They got some serious salary cap issues they got to work through. Uh, yeah, they do. I also, I, I just, I'm kind of done believing the cap is a real thing. I know that sounds stupid, and I understand anybody that texts or send, sends in the message, but it feels like you can cut these guys anytime, get rid of this cap, even the dead cap number. Who are you going to take? Yeah, I, I watch all these teams navigate. It depends their cap. on how well he can jump in and draft right away. Yeah, you I would, mean that's the underrated part, and that's yeah. that's a big part of this chief story. I want to talk about that today. Because I saw this on Friday after the show, and I'm just like, yeah, that it actually makes sense. They didn't just do this because of one player. He does change everything, but they also did other things that nobody gives him credit for. So we'll talk about that. I, I Send in anything you want. I'm bad at gambling. Uh, my team lost. I'm the ultimate loser. To, whatever. I'm miserable. So, like, you can't make me any more miserable. This is going to be a loaded show. There's a lot to talk about. I might pull an usher and take my shirt off. I don't know what's going to happen. We'll see. I'm probably going to black out at some point. But let's get it going. Do tomorrow. the last hour on roller skates? Yeah, maybe we roller skate. <laughs> I just roller skate, and I'm just like, oh, that's when it's got. That's when it got good. I got Lil John out there. I got Ludacris. I got Alicia Keys. Now I was going. The first five minutes of that, I couldn't figure it out. Ludacris dressed as Ben Stiller's character from Dodgeball with the shoulder pads was fantastic. So we'll get to all of it. Thank you for hanging with us this Monday. Let's all share our thoughts and our feelings. I'm devastated. I'm depressed. But we have a radio program. We have a lot to talk about. Dirt and Sprague. Let's get it going on the fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs win their third Super Bowl with the Patrick Mahomes-led run here, three and six. In his first six seasons as a starter, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have won their third Super Bowl, beating the Niners yesterday in overtime, 25 to 22. Are, so you're with me. It sounds like you're with me here. I, I know they got really close to the over. I think the over actually ended at 46 and a half on some books or 47. Oh, see, I thought it kept going down. Didn't it get to 44 somewhere? Or? Maybe, maybe you saw that. Maybe you're right. I uh-huh. thought I saw 46 and a half. So either it hit yeah. the over for some. I, on Friday, had it at 47 and a half. Uh, so it got right at that number. Yeah. Despite the final, and I know it's not a high-scoring affair, uh, I had some people texting me at halftime, this game sucks, this game's terrible. You Sounds like you're with me. You thought this game from start to finish was pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was a great chess match. That's kind of how I viewed it, too. That You could say the Patriot-Rams Super Bowl because I went on air and I famously bagged that game. I was like, that was the worst Super Bowl and most boring game I've ever watched because I, mean, I felt differently about that matchup. It was hard to complete passes. There weren't a lot of guys open, especially early in the game. I thought both teams were tight coverage and yep. bringing pressure and uh, San Francisco was able to get there with four early in the game and, and make Patrick Mahomes uncomfortable. And eventually they made some adjustments to figure out how to give him a little more time. They felt like the beginning of that game to me, it wasn't quite as um, obvious, but I felt like it was a little Tampa Bay the way that they were getting to him and applying the pressure yep. with four. They forced well, and then they got they he hit the one big pass and then they fumbled it on the next play. Yeah, Pacheco fumbled. Yeah. I mean the opening possession, I mean, man, what a script. Shanahan has it dialed. They're driving down the field. They get to the twenty nine yard line of the Chiefs. Who of all yeah. And a guy that doesn't, doesn't fumble, fumble freaking fumbled. fumbled. Yeah. And I that, to me, was my first. Like, there were a million of them, it felt like. But that was my very first, like, oh, boy. <sighs> Is it not going to be our night? Oh, no. Like, I was freaking out over everything. But then they hit the double pass for a tutty. Yeah. And what I'm wondering what you're thinking then. It's like 10-zip. Yeah, and I didn't. And the Chiefs haven't figured much out yet. Yes. Uh, I felt good. I wasn't sitting in... 
oh, I'm feeling great. Like, here's the thing. Let me get this out of the way now because I didn't know where to put this in the show. That's okay. We got to do the therapy session first, I think. (laughs) I think that's more important so you can. I think talking about it's kind of my therapy. I I think for three hours, but we'll, yeah. Singling me out of my emotions. I don't know if I could put it into words, nor words that are appropriate for the FCC. (laughs) Um, I I just, I want to say from the start here, I know we're going to get to Shanahan at some point. We'll talk about the big game, you know, the big game whoops that he has a little bit here with the Super Bowl and whatnot. What I find kind of weird is in what world am I living in, in any football game, no matter if it's Super Bowl or Week 8, what world am I living in where a 10-point lead in the second quarter is like some massive double-digit insurmountable comeback with Patrick Mahomes yeah. as the one that's down. So, like, I get the stat looks good to tweet. It looks good to say, especially if you're anti-Shanahan or you think he's never going to win it, which, man, I never think the Internet's dumb. And then I Google certain things, and I see what people are actually sending out. Oh, I did not get on social media. Holy crap, was it a just a dumb cesspool. But a 10-point lead in the second quarter with Patrick Mahomes as the guy down 10 has never at any one point in the last five years been some crazy lead. So, no. yeah, it looks good to tweet out, Shanahan's blown three double, which, by the way, always gets credit for the the Falcon loss despite not being the head coach. But still, <laughs> I digress. Three double-digit leads in the Super Bowl. Oh, you mean the 10-point lead in the first half? Yeah. Come on, man. Ten in the last Super Bowl with seven, ten left. That's a different deal. I still don't think that's insurmountable, but yeah, that's a slightly different deal. You should be able to use clock and get one more score. They did, and they lost. Yesterday is not the same as the others to me. That wasn't. I wasn't sitting like, I can't believe they blew a 10-point lead. It's the NFL, and the other team has the best quarterback maybe to exist. I'm not, I'm not losing my mind because they blew a 10-point lead in the second quarter. I think that's kind of dumb talking points to be honest with you i think people who echo it today is if it's some reigning point that they're trying to make they're either doing it just because of their argument or they're doing it because they haven't watched football in the last six to seven years 10 points is nothing that being said my god what adjustments for kansas city yeah from what i thought that game was in the beginning and how it looked to what it ended up being i mean it's it's so cliche and corny, but like it's just to simply put, it's greatness. It's it's championship. I don't know being. It's just they knew what to do and when to do it and how to do it and how to execute it. And the Niners have been close and they've been there. Some of them, they haven't. They haven't punched through yet. Yeah. And I thought what you saw in a lot of that game was the team comfortable in the uncomfortable and the other team hoping to keep building on it and not able to. And I think I think a big factor was Greenlaw going out cuz that's a guy that can cover Kelsey. Oh, underrated part of that game was for sure. I mean and all the ways for that guy to go out. Yeah, the the punt and he's he just celebrating and running and jumps and then runs to go yeah. on the field and then pop goes the Achilles and that Burks uh Burks the backup for him. He was okay but like no, they Green, exposed Greenlaw's, him. Yeah, Greenlaw special. Greenlaw he, had he some massive Warner. plays to start that game. Yep. 
He was all over and the he was, field. He was somebody that you could, you were comfortable linebacker being on Kelsey. Yeah. That even if he caught the ball, he could get him on the ground right away. Yeah. And not let him take off or run through, you know, a couple of safeties. Where it was like, if they caught Kelsey with Burks on him, there seemed to be a little yeah. more space and he could operate a little more cleanly and, and find his way to the edge to get a couple yards because, I mean, they, they, they shut him down in the first half. Kelsey didn't do anything in the first nope. half. He had 10 targets in the whole game. He caught nine passes, and almost all of, I think, eight of the nine were in the second half. I think so. He had one or maybe. He had one for one yard in the yeah. first half. It was like a quick tight end screen, yeah. and the Niners snuffed it out. And that was the other thing is the defense for San Francisco, which had gotten shredded by Green Bay and Detroit, they were ready for what Kansas City had, but Kansas City made necessary mm-hmm. adjustments throughout the second half and kind of hit them where it, where it hurt. And I, I'm with you. I think the Greenlaw thing – was a huge knock for their defense, but they still had opportunities and they let it slip through their fingers. They just could not come up. There was multiple times I remember watching this game pacing and my wife is like feeding off of minors. My wife's not a football fan, no, but she's got Niner gear because, you know, yes. she's married to me. So she's wearing her Niner gear and she's like her half her face is in her sweatshirt the whole second half. Because I'm pacing and reacting to every play as of October baseball, and it's the World Series on every pitch. And there were, I can't count how many times it felt like in my mind, and I said out loud, just need to stop. Just get the ball. Just need to stop. And she learned what I've known uh, for six years. It's, it's pretty damn hard and feels impossible to do that to number 15. Yep. And then, you know, he hadn't really scrambled much the whole game, and then when they need to make first downs... There you go. Sucked Bosa in twice and went right around him. That that last one he had for like 15 that got him near the goal line when they ended up getting Hardman for the tutty. I, I just I've seen that play four times already, and I still can't understand how Warner didn't hit him sooner. And then he had that one scramble where he got on the edge. Remember, he picked yeah. it up. There were three Niners around it. I'm just yep. like how are none of you guys like landing on him? Like, why is nobody lighting this dude up? This is your only, it's one of your only chances to actually get a quarterback is when they're exactly. out running. They're out running. And he's not, and he's upright. He's yeah. not, he's not the best slider. Well, but he also wasn't going to slide because he, well, he had to the get first. the first down. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you get a, you get a, you get a shot. At this him. is your moment. And all You'll three take of the you. 15. Oh my God. <laughs> Kansas City fan, I, I'm so jealous of you. Not not just because you won a Super Bowl, but because of where everything stands. And you get to watch that guy every Sunday. And you get and it he's every in your team's colors. I mean, he's dominating his division. He's dominating yeah. the NFL. And no matter what your weakness, hey, don't worry. We got the guy who can put a cape on and make every great play. He was their leading rusher. Yeah. Who had that as the prop bet? The leading rusher of the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. Some of you might have, but for 66 yards on nine carries? No, I did hit Pacheco getting receiving yards. Oh, did you? Yeah. I uh, I didn't. I got to be honest with you. I didn't dabble much. I, 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 I felt It's hard to dabble when it's your team. Yeah, because I didn't want to do like one an, prop bet on the Chiefs. No, if you want to, you, you know, you're just betting on your team or, you know, your guy or whatever. But, no, you can't. You it's hard enough to watch it now. If you start losing actual money and your team's losing, it's just you're you're going to dark places. Doesn't it just make it so much worse? You're like, oh, it might not even be that much money, but you're <laughs> like, know. and on top of it, I, I won nine dollars, but yeah. it was a bad nine dollar win. 
Uh, let's dive in some more on this one. So we had an overtime game in this. I had forgotten very quickly that that Pats Falcons game went to OT. I yes. just I don't know why. Yeah. So when it went to OT, I remember screaming, "Hey, first overtime Super Bowl!" And then quickly Nance was like, no, "And no. the second one, second first one. since yeah. the Patriots fall." And well, yeah, that's right. They had, the yeah. they had to finish the comeback in that's right. extra time. James White into the end zone in the first possession because they didn't have the overtime rules that we have now. Yes, thanks to Patrick Mahomes with 13 seconds. Uh, yes, I, I would more say thanks to the internet and Josh Allen uh, <laughs> with 13 seconds. The overtime rule had to be changed. And so uh, we'll talk about that aspect of the game, dive some more into what we saw from an X's and O's standpoint. Dirt and Sprague back with more. All right, welcome back in. Dirt and Sprague with you on Portland Sports Leader. 1080 The Fan. Good morning. Happy Monday to everybody out there. Congratulations to the Chiefs fans. I I truly do mean it. I might be a Niner fan who's uh, internally died a little bit and devastated, but I... When you watch greatness happen in moments where you don't think greatness will happen, uh, and it's not to say that I I doubted Mahomes. I certainly thought he would be Mahomes. It's just every metric. If, if analytics gets bagged in moments, and I think both things can be true. I think football can have a feel to it where it, it kind of outweighs analytics, but analytics is still everything. It's been driving football for 40 years. It's just at the forefront now. All the analytics said this was not the year for them to do that, and they did it. We went to overtime last night, Swigard. It was uh, 10 to nothing at one point. The Niners had the lead, 10-3 at half. Uh, interception to open the half. And this, to me, this uh, – I don't know how I'd power rank. I don't know if I want to power rank because all random events or events that happen, uh, you know, kind of all put together the equation that is the game. But I kind of thought, Swigard, the opening possession of the second half, third play, Mahomes throws the pick, and San Francisco gets the ball on the plus side of the field. Yep. I thought, oh, my God, if they can score here and go up 17-3, you're not thinking game over, but you are like, okay. Okay, you're in control now. That you are, yeah, because at that point they have dominated Kansas City. Three plays, three and out, backwards punt. And and I, I remember thinking in the moment, that that's it. I in fact I told my wife, I said, if you don't capitalize on these turnovers, you can't keep giving Mahomes chances no. like that to to get back into the game or to tie it up no. and expect him not to figure out how to convert them. And part of the equation, which I, I will get to the coaching part of this too, because I know a lot of people are talking about Shanahan today, but uh that penalty kills the drive, and you saw Shanahan, he put put the play cover sheet over his mouth, and you know he was in that headset, like, screaming and cursing. Yeah, I didn't, uh, and that was something you'd speak to more than, I, I don't remember the 49ers being a heavy, heavily penalized team during the year. That I'll go seemed- look at where they ranked, but they, they have random moments like that where they get into that, and I'm like, what what's happening right now? Yeah. Maybe you blame coaching on that. Maybe you blame nerves. I don't know, but they had some really bad time Especially penalties. Especially Trent Williams, of all people. I mean, don't, yeah. Well, we'll get into the, yeah. God, Sorry. There's so much to get into today. But the game goes to overtime. So the coin flip. Yes. San Francisco wins. Tails never fails. It failed on the first flip. Didn't fail didn't on fail the second Didn't fail on the overtime one. flip. So I still, I still well, subscribe. The, the first time it was the honorary 
guests there that flipped the coin. But That's the right, rep, the coach from the Hawaii high school team. Yeah, yeah. La, uh, Lahaina Lunas. The Lunas, that which, was a good little story. Which was awesome, by yeah. the way. I was happy they that they recognized them. They did that. They win the toss. They elect to receive. Now, remember, the new overtime rules is both teams Get guaranteed the ball a possession. no matter what. Yes. This goes back to the Josh Allen-Mahomes 13-second game. Bills blow the lead. Uh... Chiefs go to overtime, Chiefs score, game over. Allen never touches the ball in OT. The internet loses their mind. Yeah. The NFL reads the internet, and I always give them credit for this. They read they the internet. They pay attention to their fans. And they said, we got to change this. we got to make sure both okay. great quarterbacks can get the ball. Niners choose to receive. Yeah. And this was very controversial to many because why would you do that? Wouldn't you want to know what you need to do to have the information Shanahan actually talked about this because he was asked, why did you take the ball to start overtime? This was his thinking. This is something we talked about. With None of us have a ton of experience of it, but we went through all the analytics and talked to those guys, and we decided to be better. We wanted the ball third. The both teams matched and scored. We wanted to be the ones who had the chance to go win and got that field goal, so we knew we had to hold them to at least to a field goal. And If we did, then we felt it was in our hands after that. So where were you on this? Was this a controversial thing in your mind, or was it it's like, okay, not- I get it? It's not as controversial as others are making it out. There's some people that are crucifying Shanahan for it, and I, I don't. I mean, yeah. At least he said, hey, no, this was a discussion. It's a new overtime rule, and they took time out at some point to gather in the analytics guys as other coaches. How do we want to handle this if this comes up? So let's give credit there where they're not winging it. Um it's like, no, we had a discussion about it. What are the numbers? How does this work out? What's likely to happen? Uh, and I think they said, you know, kind of had a sense of there's a good chance that both teams will do the same thing on a possession, whether it's field goals, whether it's touchdowns, whether it's not scoring. But there's a good chance that it's still tied after both teams have a possession. So do you want it first? Because then if you don't, if you don't tie it up or you don't win it, if you have have the ball second, now you're really behind. Yeah. And, and so it's you can disagree with his line of thinking, but let's not crucify the guy. It's it's you're the first ones doing it. You don't know how necessarily it's going to go. He was uh, the Niners, by the way. I looked it up. 18th in the NFL in penalties per game. So they were in the middle. They're out in the middle. So there weren't yeah. a ton of them. They just seemed to come at the most inopportune times. I will get into that with some of the play calling and the Shanahan choked again stuff uh, that's that's on the internet. Yeah, I I didn't think this was some big thing. I mean, that, I, it was curious. Yeah, but like the other side is like, well, you you but kick it still, because took, you want the information. It took a great defensive play on third down in the red zone by the Chiefs to force them to kick the field goal. I they would, were driving. I would also argue you just you take the analytic analytics out of it. I just watched the Niners defense get gashed for almost the length of the field and they gave up that field goal. We're going to trot that group right out as soon as we win the toss. Like he's using analytics and that's fine. He's the thinking is, look, it's information or it's last yeah. possession. It's the one of two ways you can view it. You can certainly say today as somebody not making the choice, I want the information. I'm always kicking. Okay, and then I give you the game information. Let's take analytics out of it, because if he's saying the analytics say take the ball, and Andy Reid said this. He was asked about it. Chiefs players were uh, – they couldn't believe that the Niners decided to receive. Andy Reid was asked, hey, what did you think of Shanahan? And he said, I'm not going to question what Kyle Shanahan decides to do. 
That's what I'm not going to do. So if you think the Niners and their analytic team is, you know, near the top or one that you respect, okay, so you're arguing against their analytics. Let's just take the football part of it and not have analytics involved. Their defense just was on the field and got shredded. So you not want to give them up. I just I didn't think it was that controversial. Everybody's like making a big deal. They lost the game. What an idiot. Okay, all right. That's easy for us to say when we're full of chicken and ribs and we're watching from our couch. He said his analytics team evaluated it. They want the first possession. Then they see what you know yeah. the Chiefs can do, match or you know whatever. Their their unfortunate undoing was they couldn't get a they couldn't get a touchdown. Yeah, that's. Uh- all you can ask of your coaching staff is to be thorough and address every aspect, potential aspect of a game. They did that. They ran numbers. They went, looked at their system, how they want to do it, went back and forth. It wasn't just one guy, you know, deciding it. It didn't work out, but I don't think you crucify the guy for that decision. The couple of things I, I thought Kansas City did really well in the second half and in the overtime period, that I just, I'm losing my mind as a 49er fan in that moment. They targeted Kelsey in the big spot. There was a, uh, I'll have to go back and see. I had it just a second ago. There was a moment, I think it was that final drive. Yeah, it was the game-tying final drive. And it was third and seven. Here it is. Uh, Yeah, third and seven. They are at the San Francisco 33. There's 16 seconds left. So they're already in field goal range. Butker is amazing. Yeah. And Travis Kelsey, Warner's kind of playing him to go in. And Kelsey, like, freezes him for a second. on, And not even, like, the greatest move of Kelsey's career, but just a slight little, uh, and then jots in. I just don't know how Wilkes, and I, I listened to a couple things already this morning from yeah, smart where's, NFL where's people. Yeah, where's this outside safety help? Yeah, how do you, how do you not just say, they're going Kelsey on third and seven. Yeah, when they we're double teaming them, or we're providing help or something. And they get Kelsey. He goes Down the for twenty-two to yards, the twelve, or to, whatever. to the eleven-yard yeah. line. They end up getting a Butker field goal, push the game to overtime. The fourth and one. I'm like, they do a fake to Pacheco, and I'm I'm screaming. Nobody, they're not giving Isaiah Pacheco the football on fourth and one in minus territory. With the game and the Super Bowl on the line. And somehow... Boasts a bit on it twice. I just like watching this. And you're watching greatness with Mahomes and Reed. But you're still like, how do you not just tell Fred Warner, hey, it's going to be Patrick Mahomes who has the ball and dictating it here. Not Isaiah Pacheco. And they fell for it. And he went and scrambled. They got like a 12-yard gain or whatever it was on fourth and one. Those were the moments. Those were the plays. Decisions on coin tosses in the overtime, you certainly can have the opinion that you should kick, and that, okay. But when you're addressing it from an analytics standpoint, from a pro NFL team, I'm going to trust the analytics team there and one of the more successful franchises in the NFC in the last five years, and their defense had just been on the field and got shredded. I didn't, I didn't think that lost them the game. Of all the things you want to point to to lost the game, no. I damn sure didn't think it was the decision of a coin toss. In the overtime, uh, it was funny to listen to the post-game swag. Niners players, Juszczyk said they didn't even know the new overtime rules. They found out by looking at Allegiant's scoreboard. And Kansas City had actually, I mean, they were the team that, yeah. you know, was kind of a part of the changing of the rule. They were well aware of what the overtime rules were. So, you know, how big a deal is that? I don't know because ultimately you still got to go out there and execute and perform and play. But 
I thought that coin toss decision was being way over. People yeah. were way over dramatic on that. Way, yeah. yeah, way overblown in my opinion. Uh, we'll get to the greatness that is Patrick Mahomes, Kyle Shanahan losing the big one. We got some of the audio to get to uh, in the post game. Dirt and Sprague back with more on 1080 The Fan. Uh, the SpongeBob broadcast with Noah Eagle and Nate Burleson was available for kids on Nickelodeon. I didn't uh, didn't sample from that. So SpongeBob and Patrick. Patrick, hey SpongeBob, SpongeBob, SpongeBob. Uh, on the broadcast, I didn't tune into any of that. I did see a fun stat. I know people. Um, not everybody's big fans of the old T Swizzle being on the broadcast by cheering on her boyfriend for five seconds. It really bothers some. I actually thought CBS restrained themselves as much as they could. How many times did do you remember them go? I feel like I can't. Uh, not a five. lot early. I think more late as with the comeback. As comeback and Kelsey started making plays. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime Kelsey makes a big play, how do you not pan there for yeah. a quick second? Um I did see a fun stat before on Saturday. That said, because of Taylor Swift, they have a 53% increase of girls 12 to yeah. 17 watching football. Anybody that says this isn't good for the NFL is not paying attention or just has a bone to pick. Yeah. I, you're questioning your own, I don't know what, but yes, to say this isn't good for the NFL is stupid. <laughs> I have two daughters. If if I can get any, if I can get even one of them into yeah. football, I'll be happy. And so if like that's going to lead to more participation, God, at this point, I'm rooting for him to get married. Just keep up. <laughs> you know, the NFL, is there a bigger, I'll give you this. Is there a friend or family member rooting more for them to get married than the NFL? I don't think there is. I don't think so. I but... bet you her side's like, well, we're a billion dollar entity. And is there going to be a prenup here? And the other side's like, country music star? Really? That's that's going to be your type? The pop princess? Really? And I think the NFL's like, hey, I think you guys are great. I think you guys should just, let's elope. We're in Vegas. Let's just go to the little chapel. Well, I would say the last few post games and stuff, they, they, I think there's something there. I don't know if it's just the Hollywood and we're having fun riding everything or I, I don't know. Yeah, but, but to her credit, she's not, she's giving him a kiss and a hug yeah, and I know. getting out of the way. The, I think there's something, there's something actual of substance there in terms of a relationship. Who knows? Hollywood stuff. It's all corporate mergers at that point once you're celebrities, but. Yeah, see, so I want to go back to this. A couple texts on the... I'm just curious if he's going to be a roadie this summer for the rest of her tour. That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> I was hoping to hear him say, I'm retiring. I'm, <laughs> I'm the number one podcast in, in That'll be his off-season workout, like God. lugging, rigging equipment and giant strobe lights and whatever. Oh, there was. there's certainly a... You know, everybody's doing the Jordan thing, and I think it's easy to do that with a great athlete that continues to win, and I understand it. I comp it more to the the Lakers in the eighties. I just okay, you have fun. Like good luck beating them. You will once in a while. You'll have a Cincinnati game, but for a decade, the Lakers got to nine. Yeah, nine in a decade. They didn't win them all. Nope. Sixers got them one year. Boston got them a couple of times. Yep. Then Detroit came up at the end and got them. But yep. but they're there every but year. They're there every stinking year. I I comp them more to the eighties Lakers than I would Jordan. And and that's not to say like they're not worthy of the Jordan. I just I think it more comps to it from a success standpoint. A couple notes on the overtime rule. Somebody said on the Vancouver Ford text line uh, on on uh, deciding to take the ball, except his players are saying he never discussed it with them because they didn't know the rules. So far, it's coming out. The players are saying they thought they'd win if they score until the ref explained it and the jumbotron showed the rule. Uh, another one of our P ones. 
then why did he why did he say they could go win with a touchdown? They couldn't. And so that listener's seeing saying Shanahan might not have known the rule himself. I don't know. Maybe he misspoke. I would believe Kyle Shanahan knew the rule. Did he I explain so. it to his players? Maybe not, but I, I'd also argue, like, does that change what happened? I don't, coach is making the call on that anyway. But, 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 but what, if the player doesn't know a touchdown doesn't end it, but it puts him up seven, I, does that change that's anything? On the players for that. I mean, how big a deal it was in the offseason and all, like, you have to not be paying attention to the NFL. Well, you'd be shocked how many players I understand don't pay that, attention but to the NFL. that's not. <laughs> I wouldn't put that on the team. I, that's on the players. Well, I you're, guess you're my, a professional. Yeah, I, I guess my, my only pushback on those texts is not much. It's, you know, whatever. Uh, it's just like, even if they didn't know and they scored a touchdown, they'd just learn it in the moment, and guess what? They'd still have to keep but, playing. Yeah. I don't think that would change. The only decision if you score a touchdown is do you go for two or not and really put the pressure on. Uh, another one say, way to choke Niners. Now we have to hear about Mahomes all offseason. Uh, your boy Fred Warner got burned by Kelsey. Yeah, uh, all-time great tight end, beat a linebacker a couple times. Fred Warner was also Fred Warner was also effing awesome in that game. Yeah, Fred Warner Fred Warner might have been the MVP with Juwan Jennings. He might yeah. he was in that conversation. Juwan Jennings they bottled probably up wins the it. running game pretty good until Mahomes started scrambling late. You're also taking away from the fact there that like his counterpart towards Achilles by just jumping yeah. and running on Greenlaw the was the guy that was more apt to be covering Kel. I was more comfortable with him covering Kelsey Warner not so much Warner's the guy you want filling the hole he's directing the defense yeah. and stopping the gaps with the running yeah with the Pacheco run I, just, I thought Fred Warner was awesome in that game Kelsey burned him a couple times sure uh we have a loaded second hour we'll continue on with the Super Bowl I'll take one segment of pausing from the Super Bowl today what do we got? Well, I'm we got curious. we got NFL note that popped up over the weekend and a college football story that popped up mm. over the weekend. Oh. Uh, I think you know what I'm talking about. I think everybody does. Very odd situation happening in the Big Ten. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get to that. The greatness of the Chiefs, what this meant, and why 49er fans shouldn't be the only fan base had today. Loaded second hour. Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.